This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, October 8th, and let's talk about the weather. Early to mid-October is often a special time here in the Northwest, with days of sun mixed with occasional showers and temperatures climbing into the 60s. Add fall color and it can be a wonderful time. Today is such a day for most of the region. A weak front is approaching the coast right now, but the showers will be mainly limited to the offshore waters and the immediate coast. Here in the western Washington interior, we will have partial sun and a high around 60 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, but changes are ahead for the weekend. A much stronger front is lurking over the Pacific Ocean, and it will make landfall later on Saturday and Sunday morning. Now, Saturday, before dinner time, will be decent. It'll be dry, highs around 60 around western Washington, with increasing clouds during the day. If you're in the eastern side of the states, if you're over the Columbia Basin, it'll be about 10 degrees warmer in the Tri-Cities in that, in that area. The front that will come in late on Saturday will bring a good wetting to the region, several tenths of an inch of rain, and there will be cooling aloft, and that means snow. Late on Saturday, the snow level will be above 5,000 feet, but it will drop to around 4,000 feet on Sunday several inches, as much as four to six inches, will fall. Sunday will be a different day. The front will be through, will be in the typical cool, unstable, showery air behind the front. And so west of the Cascade Crest, there'll be showers on and off, showers and sunbreaks, and there'll be a fairly strong Puget Sound convergence zone over the North Sound formed by air moving around the Olympics and converging over North Puget Sound. Uh, on Sunday, temperatures will only get into the mid-50s, and there will be substantial snow showers in Stevens Pass and higher elevations. You want to play in snow? You can do it. Just go to Paradise on Mount Rainier on Sunday, and there'll be plenty. Monday and Tuesday should be generally dry with temperatures only getting into the 50s. And I expect that this will represent the break before a whole new series of systems arrive during the second half of the week. Well, enjoy at least part of the weekend. And if you want to see snow, uh, you'll be able to enjoy that on Sunday. Take care. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. The amount of water vapor in the atmosphere is so important for many reasons, not only controlling clouds and precipitation, but also for controlling our comfort, particularly when it's warm. On humid, warm days, we feel uncomfortable and sticky, while dry, Air periods cause static electricity and cracked skin. On TV and the media, there are two measures of water vapor or humidity that are often provided, dew point temperature and relative humidity. 
what are these parameters and how do they compare? Which is more valuable and when? All will be revealed in this podcast. First, let's consider relative humidity, which is generally given in percent. At any temperature, there is a maximum amount of water vapor that a volume of air can hold, with warm air holding more water vapor than cold air. When the air contains the maximum amount of water vapor it can possibly hold, we call this saturation. Add any more water vapor to saturated air, and some of it must condense into clouds. Relative humidity is the ratio of the amount of water vapor in a volume of air divided by the maximum amount of water vapor that air can hold at that temperature. So if air is holding the maximum possible it can at that temperature, one has 100% relative humidity and the air is saturated. If the air contains half the amount of water vapor it could possibly hold at that temperature, the relative humidity is 50%. Now, relative humidity is not constant during the day. Now, although the amount of water vapor in a volume of air does not change that much day or night, the temperature does change. During the day, as the temperature rises, the air can potentially hold much more water vapor. So the relative humidity must decline. But during the night, as airs cool, the reduced capacity of that cooled air to hold water results in increased relative humidity. So how much can relative humidity vary day by night? Well, considering the, considered the last day here at SeaTac Airport, the relative humidity uh, ranged from about 50% during the late afternoon yesterday to about 90% overnight. And that's not unusual. I mean, I've seen gone from going from 90% to 30%. Now, since evaporating water off our skin is one of the most important ways we keep cool, relative humidity can influence our comfort. When the relative humidity is 100%, when the air is saturated, our ability to evaporate water off our skin stops. And even at higher relative humidities, like 80 or 90%, the ability to evaporate water off our skin is limited because our skin rapidly saturates the air around it. Thus, at higher relative humidities, when the temperatures are very warm, are warm, we tend to feel uncomfortable. But when the temperatures are cooler, as it is much of the year here in Western Washington, relative humidity doesn't make much of a difference in our comfort since we don't need to evaporate water off our skin to regulate our body temperatures. So relative humidity doesn't mean that much when the temperature outside is 40 or 50 degrees. Uh, we're still comfortable. We may have to wear a sweater, but the humidity is not the problem. One more thing, relative humidity is not an absolute measure of the amount of water vapor in the air, how many grams of water vapor there are in a kilogram of air. Air that is saturated with a relative humidity of 100% at a temperature of 50 degrees, for example, has much less water vapor in it than air at 100% relative humidity at 80 degrees. Much less.
So relative humidity does not really give you a good measure by itself of how much water vapor there is in the air. And then there is another measure of water vapor that you often hear about, and that is the dew point temperature. You see that on the web, you see it on TV all the time. Dew point temperature, or often called dew point, is the temperature to which you must cool air down to get it to saturation or 100% relative humidity. The more water vapor in the air, the less you have to cool it down to saturate it. Imagine, let me give you an example. Imagine you start with some air at 46 degrees Fahrenheit and the relative humidity is 64%. Okay, it's not saturated. As you cool it down, the air can hold less and less water vapor. Finally, at 34 degrees Fahrenheit, it can just hold the water vapor it started and the relative humidity is, a, is 100%. Thus, the dew point is 34. Now, clearly, if the air starts out saturated, 100% relative humidity, the temperature and dew point are the same. The more moisture that is in the air, the higher the dew point temperature. In fact, dew point is a measure of the absolute amount of water vapor in the air. Higher dew point means more water vapor. Keep that in mind. Now, during the summer, Seattle dew point temperatures generally are in the lower 50s and rarely go into the 60s. Why don't we have high dew points? Because our air is coming off the Pacific Ocean and inland water bodies, which are cool year-round. The temperature of the Pacific Ocean rarely gets above 55 degrees. So even though the air is above water, it can't pick up a lot of water vapor because the air is so cool. In contrast, the Southeast United States, near the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico and the tropical Atlantic, often have dew point temperatures in their 60s, and frequently the dew points reach the 70s and occasionally the 80s. I used to work at the University of Maryland, and one day the dew point temperature reached 83 degrees Fahrenheit. That was miserable, just, just terrible. In many ways, dew point is a better measure of comfort than relative humidity. When dew point is below 60 degrees, we are generally comfortable, no matter where we are. And if the air temperatures zoom upward, um, the relative humidities will be low if the dew point is 60 degrees or below. But once the dew points climb to the upper 60s beyond, Discomfort is often the rule. You feel sticky and unpleasant. Human beings are very well adapted to deal with heat, probably more so than any other animal, when the heat is accompanied by relatively low humidities, low relative humidities and low dew points. Probably better than any other animal, we can cool effectively by sweating. But heat and high humidity are dangerous to us because we can't cool effectively by evaporation. And I should note, we are fortunate to live in a region in which dew points are rarely above 60 degrees. So even when we get hot, we have the ability to cool by evaporation through sweating. 
I hope you enjoy learning about moisture in the atmosphere. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.